0: To start this podcast off with a little bit of the ambient noise, You'll probably regularly hear the sound of a blinker clicking in the background. Um, mostly it's because it's my given thoughts anytime I'm, you know, out for a drive, something like that. I try to pick this up and just give the opportunity to share something and some things. And I knew that at some point in this podcast, um, I would wind up giving uh, opinions on religion and politics. And I've shared a little bit of, like, the religious stuff in some past episodes, Uh, but not quite to this extent. I'm not about to go on any kind of, like, major, you know, Christian conservative rant or anything like that. That's not my place. It's not even my, you know... uh, particular opinion, uh, you know, generalized well, I would say, um, but it's, it's gonna happen because that's a part of me, uh, I wanna start by saying, you know, I grew up in a, um, comfortable, conservative, largely Christian, uh, island, basically, the barrier island in Florida. Uh, over on the Space Coast, and that is um, what I was steeped in, and I don't reject that. I don't, um, I have not abandoned it, I have given a lot of it thought, and I have pushed back on it a lot. I'm reducing so much right now over the past uh, 12 years of my life that I have measured and, and weighed against and yelled at and, and worked deeply on in order to drop so many just really hard to give up notions of the world and of people particularly of people this dichotomous good and bad of, of people with that said on this side of it all, and presently, I still hold to what could be considered a lot of moderate conservative politics, a traditional interpretation of Scripture. And in spite of many, maybe, who are listening's opinions of that, everything I work understand and learn and interpret about the world and about what's true is done only ever in measures of grace or an attempt to. I'm sure many here can agree to that regardless of our differences. We all, I believe the majority, want what's best for ourselves, for our families, for the world, for others, and that's what we're looking for. And that is common ground that we all share and we can go from. I think from that comes biases on any point in the spectrum, comes assumptions on any point in the spectrum that leads to hate on any point of the spectrum. And in any place that lives that animosity and hate, there will never be a resolution that is love. It's a really hard thing to say for some people, and that's a really hard conclusion, because what it means is in spite of how much you disagree with somebody, how sometimes evil somebody's actions, the only way for loving resolution, from my Christian perspective, which I think a lot of people can hold, is a response that reaches out to somebody and that only moves in love. In the next part, I wanna talk about the Nashville Statement. If you haven't listened to or read it yet, go check that out, we'll talk more. The Nashville Statement, for any who are unaware is from my best understanding a um, constitution if you will of traditional Christian beliefs weighed against what I continue to call the modern sexual ethic that deals with um, sexuality and gender identity and it seems to be um, a like, coalition of conservative Christian pastors coming together to make a declaration similar to what maybe, like, a Council of Nicaea might be. And if you're not familiar with that, Google it. Um, It has to do with uh, an agreeance of the um, interpretation of Scripture, basically. And so this does the same thing in our modern time. Uh, to understand it like that at face value, if I knew nothing else about it I would say, I think there's a time and place for that at some point we all have to in our worldview, go this is what the truth is and this is what it means and this is a statement of what it is Uh, to live in um, you know, the, the mire of uh Total subjectivity um, is not a lasting position. I think very few people can can live that way, and you know, understand much from that perspective. And if you're someone that's like that, that's great. But that can't. You have to understand in that subjectivity that that might only be you or very few group of people that can see the world that way. And so there has to be reason, soundness, logic. Conclusions to come to. Again, this isn't, uh, I'm not trying to make a statement of, you know, these are like, you know, logic and reason conclusions, uh, even though I would, you know, agree with maybe 90% of what this says, um, or at least its interpretation of Scripture. But from there, (laughs) that 10% is critical because it's what informs me in my conversations and in my search for you know what what does all of this mean what's the truth behind every statement being made what is real about the world because there has to be something real about this and what is that and so looking for that answer I know in my heart and in my current understanding the Nashville statement is not the solution. I posted on um, Facebook an article that it just so wholly describes the way I've been talking about this conflict of, of the modern sexual ethic and modern Western Christianity, um, which I continuously try to Take a humbled position of, we have treated you wrong. Um, And yet, what is true? Um, I'm going to sound vague in a lot of these things because I'm going to wind up backtracking. and I'm going to wind up trying to be extremely careful about my words. And I think I should be because this is something that can't be a one-sided conversation. This medium is a one-sided conversation right now. So forgive anything that um, may not hold up to nuanced scrutiny. These are top-of-my-head thoughts, and there are far too many for five minutes and one person speaking. I want to say that if you've given this a look and you are horrified by it, I understand. I get it. Uh, I get about 85% of that. The other part I may not come to the same conclusion as you because we may disagree on this. But again, I hope that every conclusion that I'm making on this is done in graciousness. And that's where I'm going to continue to move forward and why, again, I disagree with the statement. I think it's the rain sometimes that puts me in these moods. This stillness makes me pause. With the family over this weekend, there was little girls running around, screaming, having fun, enjoying themselves. A chance for me and my wife and my sister and her husband to be the parents to this big weekend sleepover. And it was amazing. I love the joy on their faces when, you know, we set up something special for them. A uh, pillow fort in the living room and put trolls on and let them watch and eat popcorn and enjoy. Or, you know, we surprised them with milkshakes or take them in the water to play at Wish Gardens, or whatever it is we can give, that just brings sheer joy to them, as momentary as it is because it can be interrupted at any time by someone getting hurt, falling, crying, hurt feelings, whatever it might be, and immediately turns into tantrum. And yet, in spite of that, there's just joy in who they are and what they're doing. I like experiencing that with people, too. Like, real people, you know, not kids. Because kids aren't real people. That's that's the joke. It's It's a joke. I like to just have conversations that are just... unmarred by weight, uh, burdens. I like hearing the burdens too, I like sharing burdens with people and trying to, you know, relate to the burden or or just sit in it, in, in this, this chasm of, you know, not understanding where you've been and who you are, but I have things that tell me I get how that feels, and what that hurt is like. I have experiences that people just can't understand. And that's okay. That's okay. Amidst this talk of politics, religion, this attempt to work out the order of the world that we all do, we all participate in, I want to always continue to do that. And I hope to be that. I hope to do that. I don't mind being the only person in the room that would give an argument for traditional marriage. I don't mind it because I'm not afraid of what you have to say if you disagree with it. I'm not even afraid of what your assumptions about me are based on people you know that hold that conclusion because I believe that proper time and conversation would show my willingness to listen. And I want to be able to share our views across the table to talk with each other and talk through these things and to see how we see the world differently in the beautiful ways, not the ways that could lead us to not like each other or not wanna talk to each other or be friends on Facebook or whatever. I wanna share those good moments, those joy moments that show that we all want the best for the world.